This is a teaching from Grace River Church in O'Fallon, Missouri. Our prayer is that this sermon will help inspire you to take the next step of your faith with Jesus Christ. Hey, what's up? My name is Chris, lead pastor here at Grace River Church, and I want to wish you a happy new year. Thank you so much for watching online at home today. Uh, today we are only online, and so uh, I'm excited to be able to give you this talk online. And uh, man, I hope that you take a next step on your spiritual journey. Speaking of next steps on your journey, uh, we are kicking off 15 days of prayer next Sunday, January 8th. We start a new series called But When You Pray. Uh, it's interesting because the disciples asked Jesus a question, and it's really the only thing they asked uh, for him to teach them was how to pray. And so we're actually going to be covering this subject for three weeks, uh, how to have an effective prayer life. And that kicks off in person next Sunday, January 8th. But it also kicks off 15 days of continuous prayer here at Grace River Church. And so uh, we'll also meet on January 9th, 10th, 11th, 12th, for 15 days in a row we'll meet at 6 a.m. right here at the building Monday through Friday. And then we meet at 8 o'clock on Saturday mornings and then our normal Sunday morning worships times at 8.30, 9.45 and 11 o'clock. Again, I want to say thank you so much for watching online at home today and we're going to jump right into this talk. And so, uh, man, we I titled this sermon a blank canvas. And the reason I did is it's January 1st and I mentioned this earlier. Happy New Year. Let me be one of the first to tell you that. But like uh, with a new year comes new opportunities. And you look back at last year's canvas. If your life was a canvas last year, how did it look? Uh, did it, it, there was probably some things drawn on it or some smudges uh, or just a really big mess that you weren't expecting. And uh, we, we do get a chance to turn a new leaf today. It is a new opportunity. It is a blank canvas. And with a blank ca canvas comes those new opportunities for us to improve uh, comes new opportunities for us to follow Christ closer. And we're all thinking about resolutions, right? I'm not a big resolution guy. People have asked me before, what are your New Year's resolutions? And I, I often don't make a resolution. I, there are some definite things that I'm going to work on this next year. I do want to be closer to Christ. Uh, we're all thinking about our weight a little bit. Like I have put on, you know, five or ten holiday pounds that I need to work off. Um, I called the YMCA earlier and I asked them how many days uh, I worked out this last year and I was shocked at, at uh, it wasn't the number that I thought it was and so I'm like in my mind I'm thinking okay I can I can push ahead it was 173 I'd like to get to 200 right uh, so man 27 more days in, in 2023 I think that would be a great goal but these are all like superficial goals right we all want to look a little bit better we all want to be able to uh, fit into the jeans that we'd like to be able to fit into or whatever or the shirts but beyond that we all want to spend more time with our family and people that we love like these are incredible goals incredible things that you could resolve and say this is important but like what about your soul and that's the question that I want to really pose today is like how is it that you and I could spend more time this year working on our soul. I think the challenge about working on our soul though, is I think it's one of the most difficult things because it's unseen. Like you look in the mirror and you see yourself and you see your friends and your family, your relationships, you see those things. And so it's easy to make resolutions and goals pointed towards those things. But your soul is, I think, like the most important thing that you could make a resolution towards or goals towards but it's oftentimes the thing that is thought about last. And so uh, today we're actually going to look at a passage of Scripture. It's kind of an obscure passage of Scripture in Isaiah chapter 43 that really talks about your soul. And the prophet Isaiah in this passage uh, is kind of warning the nation of Israel and also offering them hope. So there's two kind of things happening here, warning them 
about idols in their life, warning them about priorities in their life, and then also telling, pointing them to a greater hope, and that greater hope is, is God. And today I want to do the same thing for you, is I want to warn you against idols in 2023 and go, man, you know what? Our hearts are idol factories. We can pump up idols, pump out idols as fast as we can ever imagine. But God just wants us to slow down and go, okay, what's your hope in? And as you look towards 2023, that's the big question this morning is, man, would you decide to say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make bigger than just resolutions and bigger than just goals. Uh, I'm going to make some priorities in the new year, some commitments in the new year to work on my soul, to work on my relationship with God. And so let's dive into this passage together. Isaiah chapter 43. Uh, here's what the prophet Isaiah said. He says, forget all of that. He's actually referencing uh, to some things that had happened in the past. And man, there's nothing wrong with things that have in the past, good things and bad things. Uh, he was actually referencing some amazing things that God had delivered them from in the past. He's talking to the nation of Israel here, right? And so he's explaining to them, hey, here's some amazing things that God has done for you in the past. And you think about 2022 and, and even further back in your own life history, God has delivered you from some things. God has set you free from some things. God has done some things in your life and in my life that we look back on and we go, holy cow, look at what he did. But Isaiah opens up with, forget all of that. So just for a moment, briefly, have short-term memory loss about the stuff that God has done in the past. And instead, it, understand this, it's nothing compared to what, what I'm going to do. That's pretty powerful. Like, all the stuff in, the, in your past, it's nothing compared to this new thing that God is going to do. And my question to you this morning is, is do you believe that? Do you believe that your best days are ahead of you, not behind you? And what I'm telling you is, I need you to believe that. I need you to understand that your best days of your faith, uh, your best days of your life, do not have to be behind you. They can be, they can be ahead of you. Look at this in verse 19. For I'm about to do something new. And that's the big question this morning. What new thing is God up to in your life? See, I have already begun. Do you not see it? I will make a pathway through the wilderness. And so some translations say a pathway through the desert. And as this is written, this is written to people that are living in the wilderness, living in the desert, and he's going to make a pathway through that. And I want you to know, you may feel like you're living in a desert right now. Like we're not in a desert, although it's wintertime and it can feel like a tundra, like it's cold. But like beyond that, like you are, you are living in a place where God wants to make a pathway through your desert, through your dry place, through your difficult place, through your lonely place, through the place of grief in your life. Like God wants to make a path through that. He wants to deliver you through that. And what the awesome promise is this, is that he's making that way. So he's making the pathway through the wilderness. He says, I will create rivers in the dry wasteland. I love that. He wants to create a spring or a river in the dry wasteland of your heart. And you know what's amazing about that? All we have to do is drink from this river. That's it. I mean, when you see a river and you're thirsty, all you have to do, you don't have to work for that water. All you have to do is drink from it. And that's the way it is with our relationship with God. Is we don't work for our relationship with God. We get a relationship with God. The good news of the gospel is not about achieving something. It's not about digging a hole and trying to get water to come from it. It's not about making a canal or a channel or anything like that. It's a river that God is making in our dry wasteland. And here's the thing, we have a choice. Will we drink from the river or will we not? Then in verse 20, the wild animals in the fields will thank me, the jackals and the owls too, for giving them water in the desert. Yes, I will make rivers in the dry wasteland so, uh, so my chosen people 
will be refreshed. God wants to refresh your soul. If he cares about the jackals and the owls, what do you think he thinks about you? What does God think about you this morning as you hear this, as you understand it? Like, man, do you understand that you are God's chosen people? You're hearing this right now and you're hearing it. Why? Because God is absolutely crazy about you. So based off of this passage of scripture, I want you to think really with me this morning about four commitments that we can make in the new year. All right. So four commitments that we can all just commit to in the new year. The first one is this, is would you just make a commitment to say, I'm going to work on my soul. Again, I said it earlier, man, we are obsessed with how we look or how we feel with what we're doing, uh, with an image that we're portraying on social media. But like, would you make a decision to say, Hey, all those things are fine, but my number one priority is I'm going to work on my soul. Yes. You should spend more time with family, right? Yes. You should make some goals at work. You should do all of those things. I mean, we should be people that have purpose, but like my purpose has to be anchored to my soul. And so would you make a decision to say, man, I'm going to work on my soul. You know, what's a great kickstart to that is committing to 15 days of prayer. Like if you can make it, uh, that would be an awesome, awesome thing for you to say, okay, I am going to work on my heart. I'm going to work on my relationship with God. I'm going to work on the unseen portions of my life because here's what I know about me. When I work on these unseen portions of my life, it makes me a better person. It makes me an easier person to be around. It makes people around me uh, understand that, that I'm more loving, more kind, more compassionate. That all happens when I do the hard work of working on my soul. And so my, my number one encouragement to you when we're talking about commitments that you can make in the new year is make a decision to say, man, I'm going to work on the unseen areas of my life. I'm going to work on my soul. And that's my hope for you. Honestly, as your friend, as your pastor, will you make this a priority with me? Like I'm making this decision and I'm asking you to make the decision with me. I'm not, I'm not going places uh, that I'm not asking you to go myself. And so for me, I'm going to work on my soul. I always feel more comfortable when I'm on a road trip with somebody uh, when they've been to the place that I haven't been, right? And so, um, you know, recently I was in a spot in Florida that I'd never been in before, but I was with somebody that had, had been there. And it was helpful because it made me go, okay, I have a different level of comfort because I'm riding with somebody that's been in this location, right? And I want you to know I'm working, the, I'm making this hard work myself as well of saying, I am going to work on my soul. That's the number one commitment that I'm making in the new year. And I'm asking you to do the same thing with me. It's January 1st. What better day to decide? Don't put it off till January 2nd. What better way to decide right now on Sunday, January 1, just to simply say, okay, man, I'm going to make the hard commitment of saying, I'm going to work on, on me, on my soul. Second thing is, would you explore the new thing that God wants you to do? So the first commitment is, will you work on your soul? The second commitment is, man, will you just simply say, okay, God's up to something in my life. What is the new thing that he's up to? And so uh, we see here in verses 18, he said, back to this passage in Isaiah 43, but forget all that. It's nothing compared to what I'm going to do for I'm about to do something new. So the question this morning is, is what is the new thing that God wants to do in your life? Like, what is that new thing? And man, it's important that your heart is open towards that. That's why the first commitment of working on your heart is so important because you won't know what the new thing is if you're not close to him. And so it's important that you're hearing the heart of God, that you're spending time with, with God, that you're finding ways uh, to be with him and to learn his character, to learn his nature. That's why it's important also to dive into a, a Bible reading program of some sort, man. We use a ton of version Bible studies around here. I want to encourage you to grab a friend and say, man, what do, what do we want to read together this year? Maybe it's 
Uh, for those of you that are exploring your faith, you just pick out one of the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John. Maybe if you're further along in your faith, you dive into a one-year like chronological Bible reading program, and you would just say, man, I'm going to make a commitment this year uh, to read the Bible. I love hearing about people in our church that are reading the Bible together. And it's such a great way to explore your faith, such a great, great way to grow in your faith. Uh, but will you just make the decision to say, man, I, I'm going to explore the new thing that God wants me to do. My question to you again this morning is, what is that new thing? What is the new thing? Is the new thing that you'll join a small group this year? You know, is the new thing that you'll start to serve uh, in the body of Christ here at church? Is that the new thing? You know, is, is the new thing that you're going to uh, forgive somebody, that you're going to let something go that you've held on to for a really long time? Like, let's just, let's just get real about this. What, what's the new thing that God wants you to do? Maybe it's gonna, you're going to trust him with your finances, that you just simply say, okay, I'm, God, I'm going to trust you with this. Is that the, the new thing? But, man, would you make a decision to say, I'm committed to seeing what new thing God has for me? Maybe, honestly, this is a little scary. Maybe the new thing for you is that you quit the job that you have or that you start a new career. Like, what is the new thing that God has asked you? Maybe the new thing is that you'd make a, a, a stronger commitment to Christ or a stronger commitment to your family and that you would say, these are, these are some other things that I'm committed to that I probably shouldn't be. And so, man, what new thing will you decide to say, I'm going to explore the new thing that God wants me to do in my life this year? I mean, I'm praying for you in this way because I know this, this requires tons of courage to be able to do this. But, man, what, what is the new thing? And, man, I, I can't wait to hear stories of people that said, God, I'm, I'm trusting you with this area of my life, with this new thing in, in my life. The third thing is, is also kind of difficult, which is this, is that don't settle for puny resolutions. Instead, have powerful repentance. Now, I'm not saying resolutions are bad, but don't stop with a resolution. Don't start, don't, don't start with a, a puny resolution. Instead, say, man, I need powerful repentance in my life. And repentance is simply this. It's just turning your life around for God. Isaiah was warning the nation of Israel that, that had created all of these idols, and they really had started doubting that God even existed. That was what was happening in chapter 43 of Isaiah and why he was talking to them about the hope they could find in God. Is they, you know, it was more than just about goals. It was about their hearts towards God. And when we talk about repentance, what I'm saying is, is will you make a decision to say, I'm going to stop living my life my way and make the turn and start to live my life the way that God wants me to live it. So don't settle just for puny resolutions. Instead say, man, I'm going to live this new life, right? Romans chapter 12 uh, talks about this. It says, don't copy the behavior or the customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by, look, by changing the way that you think. I think one of the strongest things that you could do in the new year is to repent about the way that you used to think uh, or about the way that you currently think and start thinking about the way that you think. I know that sounds really complicated, but let's, let's break that up for just a second. That you would tell God, hey, I'm sorry for the way that I think. Maybe that with your bitter thoughts or your angry thoughts, uh, maybe with your lustful thoughts, like whatever the thoughts are that you just need to repent of and say, okay, God, I'm, I'm stopping this. And instead of just, just removing that, I'm going to replace that with better thoughts. Like I'm going to think about the way that I think. And that may be the biggest thing that comes out of this talk for you is that you would start in 2023 to think about how you think. Uh, and he says this, then you will learn how to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. Man, if I'm going to know the new thing that God wants me to do, I've got to actually know God. I've got to learn 
to know his will. And the way that I learned to know his will is through reading his word, is through spending time with him in prayer. And again, resolutions are great, but don't settle for a resolution. Like, don't stop there. Instead, say, man, I'm, I'm counting on powerful repentance. And repentance is simply this. It's turning around. It's making the decision to say, I am not happy with where I'm at, and I'm going to turn my life around. And instead of living for me, I'm going to live for him. And my question to you today is, is, have you done that? Have you decided to turn your life around, or are you still doing your own thing? I know when I'm doing my own thing, I'm not happy. I'm not full of joy. I don't have purpose, but whenever I'm living for him, it all changes. So the third thing is, man, just don't settle for puny resolutions. Instead, make a decision to say, I'm going to have powerful repentance. And the fourth thing is this, is I got to decide, I got to decide where I'm headed. And uh, man, you don't want to be like a ship without a port. You want to have values in place in your life so that when the time comes for decisions to be made in your life, that you know where you're headed and you've got to decide where you're headed ahead of time. You can't just randomly, well, this is what I feel like doing today. You got to decide ahead of time, where is it exactly that you're headed? Philippians chapter three talks a little bit about this. Paul wrote and he says, no, dear brothers and sisters, I've not achieved it, but I focus on this one thing. So he's saying, I'm not, I haven't achieved perfection. And this is actually super encouraging coming from the apostle Paul. He says, I haven't achieved perfection, but this one thing I know, forgetting the past and looking forward to what's ahead. I think sometimes we get so obsessed with the past and so focused on the future that we sometimes we can't, we can't live in the present. And so life is moving in one direction. Here's, here's the direction that life is moving in. One direction, not just a really bad boy band, but also the direction that God wants you to live. There's one direction, uh, and that direction is this. It's forward. That's the direction that God wants you to look. Paul says, forget the past and look forward to what lies ahead. But I think sometimes we look so much forward uh, into our future that we can get anxious thinking about all of the things that we don't have yet. And one of the greatest things that you could do and that, and that I could do is to live in the present, to not live in the past. Sometimes we obsess over the past or sometimes we obsess over the future. But man, one of the most important things for us to really determine in, in this new year is say, man, how can I be present right now? Not just thinking about all the things to come or all the things in the past, but move, moving forward just enough. He says, I press on to reach the end of the race and receive the heavenly prize for which God, through Christ Jesus, is calling us to. Man, forget the past, look forward to what lies ahead. And then he goes on to say in 2 Corinthians 5, verse 17, this means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a, a new person. That the old life is gone, a new life has begun. Listen, friends, you are a new person. You have got to decide that you are headed in the direction of a new person. Are you headed in that direction or are you headed in the direction of your old life? You don't want to go, you don't want to go backwards. You want to go forward. And that's not just with your health. You don't want to just go backwards with your health, right? We all understand that. You don't want to go backwards financially. But what about with your soul? Like, at the end of 2023, wouldn't it be great to go, man, I read my Bible every day this year and not just out of religious duty, but I read my Bible every day this year and I can honestly answer that I'm closer to Christ at the end of the year than I was at the beginning of the year. And that is the hard work on your soul that only you can do. No one is going to care for your soul like you are. And so I'm telling you this as your friend and as your pastor, man, are you headed in the direction of a new person, forgetting the past, not looking back on that and saying, man, 
I belong to Christ. And so because I belong to Christ, I have been made new. The old life is gone. It's over. You've been forgiven. Let it go. Because you've been forgiven, you should forgive others. Like, this is your moment to go, okay, things are going to be different this year for me. And it's not about a resolution. It's about making a decision to say, I'm, I've been made new. And a new person doesn't live like the old person. See, the old life is gone. A new life has begun. So don't get so stuck in the past or so focused on the future that you can't live in the now, in the right now, in the present moment. It's January 1, 2023. How crazy is that? And we have the opportunity right now to say, man, I'm going to decide where I'm headed. So my question is, is where are you headed? And are you ready to make a decision to go, okay, these are the values I want to put in place in 2023 so that I'm headed in a new direction, so that I'm, I'm fully focused saying, okay, God, you can have not just a part of me, but you can have all of me. And so I'm holding nothing back. It all belongs to you. So four commitments in the new year. Will you decide I'm going to work on my soul? Like, will you make the decision to say, okay, weight loss is fine. Time with family is fine. Those are all good things. Make some, that's great. Work on your soul, though. The second thing is, will you explore the new thing? Like, what is the new thing that God wants to do in your life? You won't know this new thing unless you spend time with him. And so unless you do the hard work of working on your soul. Will you replace resolutions with repentance? To say, okay, no knock on resolutions. It's great that you make those. But will you just decide, I'm going to replace just resolutions with, I'm going to start going the direction that God wants me to go. I'm going to repent, say, God, I'm sorry for what I made my life about. And instead, in 2023, I'm running towards you. And that ultimately is the last thing, which is will you decide where you are headed? Where, friend, are you going? I love the passage in Isaiah 43. Just a, a really great reminder that it's God who walks us through the wilderness. It's God who creates the path for us. It's God who refreshes our soul. God wants to refresh your soul in 2023. I don't know what the last year brought you, but I, and I don't know what the new year is going to bring you either. But I know this, man. We each have the decision to take a next step spiritually. And today is a day, a great moment in your life where you go, okay, uh, it's okay not to be okay, but it's not okay to stay that way. So will you right now just dedicate your heart to him? Will you right now dedicate this new year to him? So I'm going to pray for you. Would you bow your heads and close your eyes for a moment? And... I'm just going to encourage you to take a next step in this prayer. And in fact, I'm going to do something that I never do with online church. I'm going to give you a, a chance to pray right now about your new year, about your commitment to him. And maybe you would just identify right now which one of these four, or maybe it's all four of these things that you need to claim today. That you just need to say, these are my commitments that I'm making to Christ this year. That I'm going to ask him to refresh my soul. That I'm going to ask him to take this dry riverbed that I find myself in and to create a river through it, to create something new in my life. I don't know where you're at on your journey, but I, I, I gotta believe today that there's a next step for you to take. So I'm gonna ask you to pray right now, and then I'm gonna pray for you. Just in the, in the stillest moment, will you just talk to him? Just maybe it's, God, I'm sorry for what I've made my life about. Just say you're sorry. Maybe in the stillest moment, it's, it's God, I want to work on my soul. Maybe that's the, the, the prayer of, of your heart this morning. Maybe it's, God, I, I know that you're up to something new in my life, and I, I want to continue to explore that. I want to continue to take steps, steps towards that. Maybe it's, God, I, I know that I need to repent for something that I've done, 
instead of acting like everything's fine with me and you, I need to repent and say, I'm sorry. Maybe that's the step. Or maybe it's, God, I, I've been wandering for a long time, like a ship without a port. And God, I want to install some values in my life today to help me establish where I'm going in you. Maybe it's all four of those things. You could just pray right now and talk to God. And then I'm going to pray for you. God, today we say thank you. Thank you for a blank canvas, a new year with new opportunities to follow you closer. God, we thank you that every morning we wake up, we wake up to a new batch of your mercy. And so today, God, I pray that we would claim that promise and make a decision to say, God, I wanna work on my soul, that these hidden things that nobody sees in my heart, God, that I, would, that I would work on those things, God, that I would explore the new thing that you're up to in my life. God, the new thing that you're up to is so much greater than anything you've done in the past. So God, help us to see that our greatest days of our faith are not in the past, but they're ahead of us. So God, help us to trust you more in this new year, to give you more in this new year, and to hold nothing back from you. God, I pray that we would replace uh, our resolutions with repentance. So God, I pray this morning for the heart that just needs to say, God, I'm sorry. And Lord, I pray that they would, instead of running the opposite direction, that they would run towards you this morning. And God, I pray for the person, God, that uh, is unsure where they're headed. And Lord, I pray that today they would install some values in their life, some commitments in their life to say, okay, this is the direction I'm headed in my life. I'm, I'm headed the direction, not of my past and not so far out ahead in my future, but just right here in the present, I'm following you. So God, we love you. And we can't wait to see what you're going to do in this next new year. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thanks again for listening. We would love to see you at one of our in-person services that meet on Sunday at 8.30, 9.45, and 11 a.m. If you feel so inclined to give, you can do so at www.graceriver.cc. Have a great week.